0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. In my mind, you just wake up and go rake. Out to right. This is deep. And Drew McCutcheon, it's a three-run homer. Break up the Bucks. The best team in the National League is looking like it against the Dodgers here tonight. Follow at Wake and Rake Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. I'm kind of a big deal. Here's Danny and Will.
1: What up, party people? Episode 81 Wake and Rake Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we got the best man alive. He's back. Well Middle Brooks after a what two-week hiatus jumping around Milwaukee. Went to did you did you go to
0: Baltimore? Yeah, what's Rush I just Baltimore. got home from Baltimore last night. It's actually pronounced Baltimore. Don't say Baltimore. they they'll correct you. It's Baltimore.
1: It's like saying like, New Orleans.
0: Um, um, yeah, almost think like Bald Head, like Baltimore.
1: Hmm. I learned that. So you're local now because you spent what three days there?
0: Uh yeah. I ate lots of crab though.
1: You like that kid? Like he goes on this you know, this uh, international trip when he's in high school, and he comes back and he sees new life and a new perspective. Yeah. And he's no the, a the biggest.
0: My biggest takeaway from Baltimore, Baltimore, was um, this breakfast place. It's called Blue Moon Cafe. I used to go there all the time when I played, right down the street from the hotel. Also, it is the most show hotel. It was my favorite hotel when I was in the big leagues. It's around the Inner Harbor. It's a Four Seasons. It is like perfect, perfect hotel. I got a sick corner room, so I had like one of my windows. I had windows like the whole room. One side was looking over the harbor. So across the harbor is like the football stadium, the baseball stadium, all that. Then The other window was just like downtown Baltimore. It was mm. sick. I got lucky. I got a good room. If you go there, ask for room 1619. Show. But mm. anyways, Blue Moon Cafe. Right down the street. It's like a quarter mile walk. Um, They have like eggs benedicts with crab. It's Baltimore. They have crab everywhere. It's what they're known for. Baltimore. Um, They have this thing called Sweet Baby Jesus. Sweet Baby Jesus. It is crispy hash browns. Scrambled eggs. Or actually, I got eggs over medium, a shit ton of crab, mm. hollandaise sauce. Mm. I'll have to send you a picture of it so you can put it on, on the pod. Yeah. It looks like a disaster on a plate, and it, it was one of the most enjoyable food comas I was ever in. Unreal. Unreal. You go there, got to go there.
1: Well, Great. while you were having a blast over in Baltimore... I am still recovering from my Sacramento Kings loss last night in Game Five against the Warriors, but it's not over. They're down three two. I still have hope.
0: the uh, The Bruins got beat last night too. They're they're up three two against Florida Panthers. I went to Game One of that in, at TD Garden in uh, in Bo- in Boston and uh, had a blast. Took one of my buddies, Darnell McDonald, DMAC, and uh, man, playoff hockey. Oh, you've gone to playoff hockey in person? No. You got to do it. And you got to do it the right way. You got to go.
1: Unfortunately, my Sharks have been absent from the playoffs for a few That's years.
0: Yeah. That's true. You got to do it in Boston or like a big hockey town.
1: Speaking of NHL, NBA playoffs, betonline.he is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's pro basketball playoffs. Betonline is always your sports information headquarters. This season, as we have you covered for all your sports wager needs basketball, MLB, NHL, hockey, right to UFC and boxing, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games you can play right from your home. I think I
0: killed that. How did I mean, I who knew you could read so well? Great job. I mean, hey, that's the, kind I'm of the like one
1: that grew up in East Texas like you.
0: Yeah, that makes it even more impressive than I could read, uh, and have all my teeth. And my sisters are distant, so um, that's more Arkansas. But I grew up on the Texas side of Texarkana, so it's not as big of an issue. Um, by the way, getting at. By the way,
1: head what? to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use our promo code Believe B L E A V to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first discount bet online where the game starts. Now we can rate how I did because I forgot the second part.
0: So (laughs) seven out of 10, it was going to be better, but. I did a very
1: good job reading. I just didn't finish.
0: Yeah. Part of, uh, you know, I just did two series in the booth calling games. And part of that is reading promos. And last year I, so I, I, last year was my first time in the booth with the socks. I did a, it's actually a Baltimore series at Fenway. And I was so scared about reading promos mm. just because you you don't want to sound like a robot. You also don't want to stutter through it, mispronounce things. Yeah. it's gotten so much better now it's like a breeze. Like I might like, give them to me. Give them to me. but um, and and a lot of times it's a lot of the same stuff. So it's fine. But I was so nervous about that last year, and now it's it's easy now. Who knew I could read? Not me.
1: One thing I've noticed, not to say that this is bad online, but one thing that I've learned and been told is that a lot of times the companies don't actually. Pay attention to if you're reading the pro now the Red Sox broadcast might be a little different. They're probably paying attention to that. My own personal podcast. I mean, these are like Xfinity,
0: Chevy, like right, these are yeah.
1: those are those are bigger deals for sure.
0: Yeah, these are these are pretty big companies.
1: Well, you know what? There's a lot that's happened over the last couple of weeks that we haven't discussed much because you've been so busy. Um oh. the Oakland A's potentially moving to Vegas. Max Scherzer's in a sticky situation. Um, Fucking pirates are in first place. like central, and they're spending
0: money. What the hell's going on in Pittsburgh? You know what? The pirates came in and swept the Red Sox, a second series of the year, and everyone's like, "The Red Sox are terrible." Boo. You know, and now we're like, "Never mind." They actually played the the pirates pretty closely. Pirates are a good team, <laughs> so you don't feel as bad about that sweep. It's not that good, but cool story.
1: You watched a few teams on your little cross country road. Yeah. You mentioned Baltimore, you watched Milwaukee.
0: Yeah, so my trip started, um, the Angels were at Fenway, Mm -hmm. so I got to see... uh, Bad weather. Huh? Bad weather. Yeah, bad weather. Uh, It was cold, it was rainy. We also had a uh, reunion for our 2013 World Series team. Yeah, that was cool. Which was a blast. Got to see all the guys hang out in town, go to dinner. Most of the team was there. Um, That was while the Angels were there, so... Got to talk to Trouty a little bit, catch up with him. It was always cool to see that see that guy just because I, I knew him. We played in the Arizona Fall League together back when he was just a kid, like literally like 19 years old, 20 years old, 19. He was 19. And he's um, the best player in the world, <laughs> one of the best players in the world because the other best player in the world was on his team. And seeing that guy in person, seeing that guy pitch, oh, my God. He's so special, man. I mean, it's nothing we don't know. We talk about it every day. But to see him actually in person was crazy. To walk right past him and you realize how big he is. And then he's like the fastest guy on their team too. It's insane. His shoulders, dude. His shoulders are like so wide. Yeah. It's He's just a monster. I, I don't understand how he's even like real.
1: How was the paparazzi? Stuff.
0: Um, the Japanese media was insane because we Crazy. also, because the Red Sox have Masataka Yoshida as well. Oh, that's and they, right. Yeah. They played with each other and against each other in Japan for, you know, five, six. Let's see. Yoshida was you know, playing in the NPB for seven years. I don't know how long Otani was there. Probably similar amount of time, five or six years. So they they played against each other a lot. Um, so the Japanese media was wild. There's a lot of Japanese fans there too. So outside of where, outside of Fenway, where the opposing team bus is, there were just like, it wasn't just Japanese people, but there's so many people waiting to just see Otani and see Trout and just like be 20 feet away from two of the best players to ever walk the earth. It's pretty cool.
1: So Mike Trout, how's he feeling mentally right now? Because there's a lot of pressure on the Angels. Otani could be, is likely going to be a free agent at year's end. And he's already mentioned that if they aren't in contention, Yeah, he probably sees Otani going elsewhere. So, did you talk to him about that at all?
0: No, I didn't. But also knowing him, he didn't really. I don't think he really gets too deep into that. He just plays ball. He just plays ball. And I think, I mean, Otani's gone, man. I don't think they're going to be in the mix, to be honest. They, I hope they are. I hope they are because I want them in the playoffs. Being if this is the last chance, it's most likely the last time that even if they win, I don't see them keeping him i just don't think it makes sense for their organization to spend that much money because look how much they're paying on the last few years and they still can't build around them yeah so you pay for, them 50 plus the, a year
1: for the longest time it was the starting rotation that was holding them back now oh, all gosh. of a sudden it's, it's the sandoval's
0: a real deal too
1: for sure and the rotation's much better this year and, and now this year it's the bullpen's blown a few leads and then the offense around trout and Otani hasn't been there it, there's always something with this team you know
0: Yeah, just, I don't know, man. I mean, Texas came out of the gate top, but they've lost three in a row Yeah, as of today. I still think Houston wins that division. I think they had a slow start, but they're going to beat Houston. They're going to pitch. They have experience, so they're going to win that division. But I think Texas is a real threat to go the postseason. I'm pretty sure that was one of my dark horses, too. Let's not forget about that.
1: You got to remember too, though their rotation is healthy right now. So at if the all moment, sudden, yeah, at the moment, all it takes is a couple injuries of that rotation, and
0: yeah, the and Valdi, those guys go down, of course. Right. Yeah, but that
1: course. that's the case for a lot of teams too. You know what I mean? Like most not teams, not just Texas, but those guys do have an injury history. Like,
0: um, yeah. who Oakland- else did I see?
1: Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, Oakland potentially moving to Vegas. I just, okay. You talked about the American League West. I just wanted to yeah yeah not look um it's over
0: that. it sucks, but it was inevitable. Yeah, to be honest. It sucks for the fans. The fans that are still invested in the team, which most people have given up at this point because they refuse to spend money, and who wants to pay money to go watch a team that the ownership just doesn't give a shit about?
1: And they're terrible.
0: And they're they're like historically like might be one of the worst teams of all time. Might be the worst team of all time. We're we're gonna be going back to like the eighteen hundreds to find teams. They lost 120 games. What would like the was it was the first year of the New York Mets? I think they lost 120 games. I have a stat
1: for you here. Um, shout out to my boy Cora Fallon. Through the first 20 games, the Oakland A's had the worst run differential. It was 100, 90- wasn't it? It was negative 95 through the first 20. Okay, and that was the worst since 1901. It's before Babe Ruth, people.
0: It's not yeah, good. They're 5-20 f- and 20 right now.
1: Like, they're getting nice. up eight runs a game. They, they're pitching. You know what's weird, too, is I don't know if you've seen Fujinaka. The dude throwing 95-mile-an-hour splitters at 99 mile Oh, hour yeah, hour no,
0: he's mile. good, but it's like – But it's
1: so straight, and it's so you know,
0: middle. You know who I feel bad for is Mark Kotze. <laughs> I
1: mean, it's an because he,
0: situation. He's just going to have to wear it because the next two years until they move, they're not they're not going to pay a new manager. It's not like they care about winning. Yeah. So Cote who he was one, he was my hitting coach when I was in San Diego and he's just one of the most genuine baseball loving this great human beings yeah. in in the game of baseball so I just I fuck I hate that he's having to go through this because people are going to always um he's always going to be connected to this team and one of the historically bad teams and I don't think he's a bad coach. He has a double A team. <laughs> No joke, playing in playing in the big leagues. So, yeah,
1: like, we joke about that. Like, oh, dude, they're like, they couldn't even beat a minor league team. Some we talk about that sometimes with some bad teams. This team legitimately is not a major league ball club. There's about five guys you can count them on one hand that are true everyday major right. league players. And it's like kind Brown, of uh, it's kind of
0: unfair to these kids too because they should be developing in the minor leagues, and now it's costing them. Like, like, yeah, they're accruing. Big league service time, which is great. They're making more money, which is great. But it's going to be hard for them to get a job because people are going to say, man, the last three years are hitting a buck 90. Well, yeah, I should have been double AA, A, triple A developing against similar competition and then get to the big league. So it's like some of these guys are getting there too early. They're not ready and they're getting crushed. And the back of their baseball card is going to look like shit. And it's going to affect the rest of their career and the projection of their career. So there's a lot of dominoes that have fallen that just aren't good for that organization.
1: Yeah, and a lot of people looking from the outside in are thinking, well, their attendance sucks. Of course they're going to move. The fans aren't showing up. That's true to a degree, but I'm going to toss in some audio here. I kind of broke down the Oakland A's situation last week. I'm going to toss that audio in because from the outside in, you're right, the fans aren't showing up. But it's a, it's a little bit deeper than that. If you think the Oakland A's are moving to Vegas because of a lack of fans, you could not be more misinformed. Here are the facts. John Fisher's group purchased the A's in 2005. The season before Fisher took over, the A's averaged more than 27,000 fans at home, 19th in baseball. Their opening day payroll in 2002, that's two decades ago, was $39.7 million. 20 years later, it went down to $32.5 million. John Fisher purchased the franchise for $180 million. Despite having both the lowest payroll in baseball and attendance, the A's are now worth 1.18. Billion dollars. Meanwhile, Oakland ownership raised season ticket prices by nearly double. That's despite trading away fan favorites and MLB all-stars like Matt Chapman and Matt Olson and Sean Murphy because they refused to spend money. The largest contract the Oakland A's have ever handed out was to Eric Chavez, 6 years, 66 million dollars. That was back in 2004, 1 year before John Fisher took over. According to Casey Pratt's report, the city of Oakland was asked to raise $352 million in an effort to build a new stadium at Howard Terminal. The city of Oakland raised $375 million. Oakland Mayor Shang Tao said she believes the A's never intended to stay. Instead, she said the A's were simply using them as, quote, leverage. Fans have been lied to, aided with slogans like rooted in Oakland, in Hollywood movies, in renderings of ballpark sites in Alameda, Howard Terminal, and San Jose. Now, we could sit here and point fingers at Major League Baseball for incentivizing Fisher with things like revenue sharing, or the city of Oakland for mostly being in a bad state in regards to homicide and crime rights and financials, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But one thing is for certain. Helpless Oakland sports fans have sat back with unrivaled loyalty and watched their teams pack their bags. And perhaps the biggest beneficiary, financially speaking at least, has been none other than Oakland A's owner, John Fisher. Move on. Um, you, you watch Milwaukee. Now, Pittsburgh's in first place now. Milwaukee has been in first place much of this year are they a first place team or is it kind of smoke and mirrors right now
0: um i mean they pitch they pitch um brandon woodruff just even without her. woodruff even without woodruff and burns burns against boston didn't have his good stuff yeah He's you exactly know he wasn't he honest. wasn't landing his cutter he had a lot of uncompetitive pitches he had he was just off you know he was coming off that peck i don't know if that was bothering him or not um i'm i'm if I look at that division, I'm not surprised that the Chicago Cubs are playing good baseball. I kind of had them pegged as a, a a playoff contender. You did. You had that. Um, I am surprised that the Cardinals have been this bad. And while we're talking about the Cardinals, we have to talk about Jordan Walker. Yeah. All right. This is. Let's not. Let's remember. Service time manipulation doesn't just happen at the beginning of this. Like in bef- into spring training. April first, it doesn't just happen there when they send guys down for two weeks and then call them up. It can still happen. Now. The guy's hitting two seventy four, right? Yeah. He just finished up like a massive hitting streak. I know he's not playing great defense. He's never been said to be a great defender, but he can hit. He's hitting. He's not struggling. 7, the power 18, has
1: seven eighteen OPS. Is it's not great, but for a kid no, the power who's the power
0: old. will come. Dude. Right. I'm telling. I would rather. A guy be a good hitter first, then hit for a ton of power, but hit 200 at this point in his career. Because he's shown that he can control an at-bat, he can see pitches, he can go the other way, and he's not up there just like swinging out of his ass. So that shows me he has a mature approach, and that with his size and strength, power is going to come along with everything else. So this is just them, I guarantee, they're going to take a month off his service time. They might even do it again next year, if they don't need them. It's just weird because right now they're playing bad ball. Why would you take away somebody hitting two seventy five? I don't know.
1: I think a lot of it is they have so much offensive depth. Like when they Walker's, do, like when Walker's in a lineup, you got to sit either Dylan Carlson or Newt Bar. Uh, Paul DeYoung just came back. Like they have, it's a good problem to have. But well, they're pitching with letdown. Well, they
0: should they should trade for another arm then.
1: Their pitching has been trash so far. Right. Like, like Matts Michaelis, Woodford, like it's it's been bad. Yeah. So it's not the offense that's struggling. So I think Cardinals are thinking, Well, we have enough offense right now. Like that's not the issue. Why don't we send send him down, maybe save a couple pennies along the well, way. Well, it's
0: not even saving well, it's gonna save pennies eventually. Say he's down for a month or two. Um, and then maybe next year misses a month or two, and then all of a sudden he's not gonna get to that super two arbitration. He's going to have to, so they'll have three full years of control instead of two. And then that saves them a year, an extra year of him making league minimum. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's where you really manipulate the service time. I hate
1: overreacting
0: from it's not even May. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's another point is like snap reactions in April are ridiculous. Like I think the best way to look at April is nothing matters, but it all counts. Yeah, I think that's the best way to put it. Like, I like that. It's not. It, it doesn't matter, but it all counts. Like, you can lose a game now and maybe l- miss the playoffs by one game. So, and you're you're not gonna think back to the games you lost in April because you feel like it doesn't matter, but it counts. Yeah. So, you're always gonna think, man, we lost that game two days ago in the end of September, and now we're out. No, but what about you played shitty against a bad team in April? You know, no one thinks of it that way. Who
1: told you that? Because there's no way you came up with it. I don't believe it.
0: I heard it somewhere along the lines. I don't know who. There it is. There it is. Well, oh, I didn't know. I'm not saying I made it up. I know. you. I I'm definitely your you're just like, didn't find that. I heard it a long time ago. It's just kind of stuck in my head.
1: Stealing other people's content like you do. Okay. The Pirates being at the top of the division.
0: Surprise. With no O'Neill no Cruz. With no O'Neill Cruz.
1: And they're pitching, I mean. which was my biggest thing. I, I picked the over, I believe, I, if I remember correctly, I want to say their over-under win total was like 67. And I remember I picked the over because I thought their offense was actually a bit underrated.
0: I and picked the was, over too, I believe.
1: I think so. But that was with O'Neill Cruz in the lineup. And then we both agreed too, though, that they just don't have enough pitching. But all of a sudden, Mitch Keller's looking pretty nice in the rotation. And like the bullpen's good. And like they're doing the little things. Right. Um. So the lineup's... Decent enough. And then the pitching is doing enough right now. And it right now, that division is winnable because the Cardinals, who were the favorite to win a division, are in last place behind the Reds, behind the Cubs, yeah. behind the Pirates. Like, that's surprising. So um, it, Also
0: it, April. Also April. And uh, the
1: Pirates, who are known to be a small market team, I put in quotation marks, they gave Key Brian Hayes a $70 million extension last year. And now they just re-signed, or excuse me, uh, extended Brian Reynolds to a hundred and six million dollar extension.
0: Finally, it was about time
1: this year. But now they're spending money in Pittsburgh, and I know that yeah. their owner and Bob you know, Nutty gets a lot of criticism, but he deserves at, credit here.
0: At our twenty thirteen reunion, our GM at the time was Ben Charrington. Right, he yeah. was there, so we got to I got to sit down and talk to him a lot. And he had so many good things to say about just, like, the team and, like, what they've been building and glad, like, people are sticking with them because they're on their way, clearly. I think another good sign was, I mean, obviously bringing back Andrew McCutcheon. He has five homers in April. He's never, at this point in the season in his career, he's never had five homers, which is weird to to think about considering he won an MVP. But uh, he's got an 881 OPS right now. He was just supposed to be a veteran plug-in to help these young kids. Same as Rich Hill, you know? Rich Hill's giving up a lot of homers. He's not exactly pitching great, but um somebody who's probably just as old as Andrew McCutcheon, Drew Maggi.
1: Yeah, that was a cool but he story. got
0: his first day in the show. You Man, know, the, Pir- cool.
1: the pirates are leading in vibes this sh- this season, without a doubt. Storylines, vibes.
0: You know what was so tired? I think it was Hunter Wendelstead, the umpire giving him the uh hitter violation in, in oh. his for the second strike of his at bat. Like, come yeah. on, dude. I know. Like, this is like the biggest moment of this guy's life. Strike one, you weren't alert to the pitcher. Strike two, strike one, he like swung out of his ass and just fouled and fouled off a fastball. Strike two, hitter violation, and then he struck out. But regardless, bravo, kid. Not kid, dude, guy, man, you're not a kid. 13 years, 13 years in the minor leagues. Yeah. The coolest part,
1: too, is he's actually gotten called up to the big leagues before, but he didn't get that bat. So he never played. Right. Yeah. Which sucks. Like, you get called to the big leagues. Like, it's this great moment. And then, yeah, you can say you're a big league player, but until you have a stat line, it doesn't feel real.
0: Something that is like going to get swept under the rug and not paid attention to is how much Derek Shelton has been like into this. Like, you watch how he's like welcomed him and hugged him and like how like he embraces him. Number one, it shows he's a really good manager. Number two, it shows how much this moment. Means and he understands the magnitude of it, and he's like helping make it more special for him. I thought that was pretty cool.
1: One thing I thought was interesting that Jeff Passon pointed out in an article with ESPN is that teams with low payrolls right now, with the exception of the Oakland A's, of course, are succeeding. Uh, 29th payroll in baseball, the Orioles, they're second in the American League East. They have one of the best records in the American League. Tampa Bay Rays, first place in the American League first place in Major League Baseball, they have the 28th highest payroll, and then the Pirates at 27th. So the 27th, 28th, three of the four lowest payrolls in baseball are either in first place or second place in a division. It's early. Like we mentioned, it's only May. Um, And then not to mention the Cleveland Guardians at 25th, Miami Marlins at 22nd. Marlins are playing some decent baseball. So I don't know if that's good for baseball or not, because we do this every year come September a team with a low payroll sneaks into the playoffs and we're all like oh my gosh what a what a great accomplishment this is but it's also completely looking over the fact that front office is not investing in the team
0: right it's um it maybe i mean there's a way to look at it too. there's a couple ways to look at it are they not invest they're not investing in older elite players but maybe they've invested more into their their scouting and their minor league system and their coaching and they're they're, de- they're learning how to develop young players. So at this point in the development of their organization, all those superstars that they've developed are just young. Mm-hmm. You look at the Adley Rushmans, like the Ryan Mount Castles, like all the those guys, Gunnar Henderson. I'm talking about obviously talking about the Orioles just because I just saw them, but all these guys are making league minimum and they're young players. I think most teams would take all three of those guys and plug them into their lineup. So it's like, it's just kind of the point they're at. Yes. They could have gone out and spent a ton of money on elite talent super, but they don't, they've been like building, building, building. So they don't, they don't have to. So it looks like they're not spending money yet. They've been developing these players. It's kind of been part of their um process to get good again. Yeah. So I think, so the Orioles didn't do much this off season, right? They brought in, um, What's his name? Gibson. Why am I blanking? Kyle Gibson. Kyle Kyle Gibson. Right? Is it Kyle? doesn't sound right. right. Anyways, he's been really good for them. But, like, they didn't really go out and spend much money on players in the offseason. People are like, oh, man, they're going to suck. They're a really good team.
1: (laughs) Both of us agreed that we were underwhelmed by Baltimore's offseason. We
0: were underwhelmed, but I felt like they... I think maybe they just saw like we're one more year of developing these young studs and then we're ready to win. Like I don't think I think part of when you are investing into big time talent in the offseason, you have to not only look at your team, but you have to look at the other teams in your division. Mm-hmm. You have to look at the other teams and where they're at in their progression uh in the playoff race. And if you say like, I don't know if we're like we're not gonna win the division. Like if everything goes right, maybe, but everything, like everything, goes right. So you're not going to go all in unless you feel like we have a chance to win a World Series. Does that makes sense. So it's like they don't think they're there yet, and they don't want to pour it all in the pot yet, and waste that year when really this is another development year for this young stud, this young group. Now next year when they're ready, it's like this next off is going to be interesting to see what Baltimore does if they or the second wild card team because right now it kind of looks like they're on pace to be that team. I don't know. It's a lot. It, it's a lot of baseball left to see, and it, a lot of this kind of play, you know, plays out, and we figure it out as it goes. But I don't know. Or the, the Orioles are interesting to me.
1: You want to just for shits and giggles, you want to hear who the uh, top free agents are this upcoming offseason? It's not a
0: big offseason, I don't think. Right?
1: Other than Otani, obviously. Right. So Tawny's obviously going to be the you know, most sought after frazier. He's, He's not
0: going to Baltimore. Baltimore.
1: <laughs> you never know. Julio Riaz, I... Max Scherzer, Aaron Nola, Jung Hoo Lee, who's in Japan. Luis Severino, Matt Chapman, Tasker Hernandez, Blake Snell, Clayton Kershaw. So
0: kind of like second yeah. tier. Yeah.
1: So you know it, it's but that, like
0: second tier stars like superstars. Yeah, like I'll not only say that because a lot as, of those guys are at the end.
1: Yeah, like this last year, Bogarts, Turner.
0: It's more pitcher heavy yeah. this upcoming year. Yeah.
1: Correa for sure.
0: Yeah, the the shortstop class is gone.
1: What do you make of the White Sox just being a total disaster of an organization right now?
0: I mean, they just continue to kick their fans in the nuts.
1: They were a really good team less than two years ago. Really good
0: team. Pretty sure I said they were going to miss the playoffs this year.
1: Yeah, I think you did. If you hit the under on their win total, you're looking pretty good right now.
0: I don't remember. I, didn't I definitely had this. the Guardians. I had the Guardians winning that division.
1: Andrew Benatendi signed a seventy five million dollar contract this year. He's that's the largest contract that the White Sox have ever had. They've out never aren't
0: they one of the three or four teams that never gave out a hundred million dollar contract? Yeah, their, yeah. So um,
1: Oakland, Chicago, and Baltimore.
0: Baltimore. Baltimore.
1: I hear Just go back.
0: Wait, wait. Not no, 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 little... no. Not Baltimore. No, 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 no. Not Baltimore.
1: Oh, no. It's not Baltimore. Chris Bal- Chris, not Davis. Baltimore. Chris, Davis got it. Hold on. I have this stat. I stand corrected. Hold on. Now. Okay. I, I have it. Do you want to guess?
0: Oakland, Oakland?
1: So Oakland, Chicago, and there's one more team. You could probably guess it.
0: Hold on. Tampa gave it to Wanda Franco. Uh, Cleveland definitely gave one to.
1: They gave two. Jimenez two. and Jose Ramirez.
0: Jimenez, that's right. Um,
1: you're in the right division.
0: It's... Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. There she is. I skipped right over him for some reason. I'd already moved on to the West.
1: One more kind of note that ties into our Oakland here is that so i looked at the largest contract that each team has given out each mlb club and i looked at what year they gave out those contracts so 75 percent of the league has given out their largest contracts within the last four years right so since 2019 most of the league has given out the, the largest because con- teams continue to, lead, to spend money right um and then with the exceptions of like the cincinnati reds gave out their largest contract in 2012 to joey Votto. The Giants gave out their largest contract in 2013 to Buster Posey. Posey. Before 2012, though, there's only one team that gave out the largest contract before 2012. And that Texas was- Rangers. No, so the Rangers just gave out a ton of money. Um, Corey Seager is the largest contract they gave out. Oh right, 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 right.
0: I was thinking like a Rod and I got gotcha. right.
1: Oakland, 2004. Okay, hold on. Sixty-six million dollars, six-year deal. Hold on. Damn. Six for
0: sixty-six. That's pretty. Six six six, six huh? Yeah. That's... Barry Zito. Nope. Um, that was a good guess, though.
1: You must have watched Moneyball, didn't you?
0: When what? What year was that?
1: 2004. So, look,
0: well, like David Justice, who is this? Er- um, uh-huh. Huh?
1: Eric Chavez. Oh my God.
0: I would have never guessed that.
1: Yeah. Wow. But like, largest contracts.
0: Isn't e- it Chavez?
1: Eric Chavez, 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 whatever, man. I'm just somebody with like the motto. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Not really. It's his name.
1: <laughs> it's Baltimore. Why are, you, why are you all of a sudden a language police? Um,
0: I don't know. That's a good question. I'll lay off.
1: You're just just woke Will now? Woke Will. We're going to (laughs) have a new segment called Woke Will. Yeah, let's not. (laughs) I'm not. As you wear your camo Cody Jenks hat. Yeah, I'm not. That's not me. Every team has given out their largest contract since 2012 or recent, except for the Oakland A's, 2004. All right. it's enough on the Oakland A's. We can move on. Uh, Do you find it interesting that the Minnesota Twins, who you watched, have a total of two stolen bases this year as a team. Two.
0: Hmm. One, two. Yeah. I'm, I feel like, yeah. I mean. That's clearly be, by strategy. I'd be surprised if anybody, I mean, that's got to be the, the lowest in baseball. for sure. By
1: by long, yeah. By, by like long. 10, probably. Yes. Uh, the next biggest has five.
0: Red Sox don't have many.
1: Team stolen bases. Twins are by far in last place with two. The Rockies have five. Red Sox have 10. And they're
0: twenty-seven. 10. Yeah. Um That's weird, especially when you consider
1: there. they have Byron Buxton, who I know they're not wanting to push because
0: I, I, I'm I'm saying, hey, bud, don't run. Stay know, healthy. Because I, I need you to I need you to hit 30 homers yeah, and drive in a hundred.
1: It. It's just interesting with the new rules, the large bases, the dis- yeah, it's rules, like rules, and you have two stolen bases. And look, it's not like it's hurting them. They're in first place in the division. I just found that interesting.
0: Yeah, I'm just looking like at their roster right now, trying to figure out. I mean, they don't really have many guys that would run. What about Gordon?
1: I don't know if he's really an everyday play, player for him right now.
0: Well, yeah, he's hitting a buck 15. That's why. Yeah. I mean, Christian Vasquez isn't running. Joey Gallo can run, but he's not going to at this point. is no. not going to run anymore. Like, he'll run every once in a while. I feel like Kepler might be able to run a little bit. but
1: Taylor, Taylor could run a little bit.
0: Yeah, Michael Taylor. Yeah. By the way, he's much bigger in person than I thought.
1: Really, I didn't. He's every never bit sure. of
0: like my my height and like good size dude. He looks smaller on TV, mm-hmm. and he's he's a big
1: dude. He's one of the best defensive center fielders of this era.
0: You know who I was really? The numbers d- don't support this statement yet, but I think they will. Someone you should keep your eye on over the next year or two: Joey Weimer, Milwaukee Brewer center fielder.
1: So, oh. yeah, I remember texting my big, buddy, big, just like he had a walk-off hit, and I said it really sucks that his name is Weemer because he probably got made fun
0: of a lot as a kid. Dude, he's massive, and he flies. He flies. He swings out of his ass. I really like his swing. He's only twenty-four years old. He's like he's listed at six-four. I walked past him outside their clubhouse, and he's every bit of six-five, probably two-thirty, and he's jacked. Mm. And he like. He he can fly. I was really he's got two or three stolen bases, not a ton, but he went back and robbed uh, Alex Verdugo on the wall, Mm -hmm. like crashing the. He's he's like electric player. He's just young and he's trying to figure it all out. But once he puts it all together, I think he's going to be like really good. So that's my takeaway from Milwaukee Brewers. But
1: what do you think of uh, Tatis making his return and then dancing in right field to the steroid chants in Chicago, Wrigley Field. (laughs)
0: I mean, everybody is going to handle that kind of thing differently. Yeah. Um. I mean, good for him to be able to, like, just kind of shake it off because otherwise it would eat you alive. I, I think that's just his way of coping with it. It looks kind of tired and just, like, dumb. But at the same time, like, I don't really – I don't care. I'm kind of – he's a fun, exciting player, but I'm just kind of off him now mm-hmm. for being yeah. honest. I think he's fine. I think he's still good for the game. I think he's for the entertainment value of the game, for the product of baseball. He's great for it. I'm just it, that is going to be like in the back of my head all the time now. Every time he hits a homer, when he, every time he makes an All Star team, I'm just going to be like, "Is this going to matter at the end of his career? Because th- he's not going to get in the Hall of Fame." So,
1: yeah, I think he will if he goes on to have a Hall of Fame-type career after this.
0: That goes against everything that's ever been voted on for, for the Hall of Fame. So, well, the di- I, the I mean, difference listen... Is, is let me, no, 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 no. Just let me say this. All right. I think if he goes on to have a Hall of Fame career and doesn't fail another test, yes, he should. Yeah, He should. I, I think Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame, too. But Agreed. he's not. Yeah, And he never actually failed a test yeah everyone knew he was doing it but he had never actually failed a test so and he's not in that's
1: like saying we know we know that little johnny is cheating on all of his spelling b tests but if you can't prove it then you can't prove it like if if he's getting if if he's getting a pluses on every single one of his tests
0: no i get it
1: swear he's cheating but you can't prove it then you
0: can't Conduct. Except, what if, so, okay, so what if they had proven that Bonds cheated? You'd be like, even more like, no, he can't get in, right?
1: If you can't prove it with an MLB-conducted test.
0: No, 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 I'm saying if they did prove it on Barry Bonds, yeah. would you you'd be like, oh, yeah, he doesn't deserve in?
1: I think that he, there should be, like, an area in the Hall of Fame. no like that's there's not, an no. Asterisk, basically.
0: Okay, and Tatis would fall in that category? Yeah. Okay, so we can agree on that. Yeah. Okay. I just had to get beat around the bush to get you to say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You. So that sucks. Like, I, 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 from a baseball fan perspective, like, it crushed me that he got banged for PD because he's like one of the faces of baseball. And that sucks because to me, that's like takes him off the list. Just because, like, I don't know man we don't have to keep talking about it I sound like an old man yelling at a cloud right now but the integrity of the game is important yeah. to me so he's still a great player he's still fun to watch I'm glad he's back I will continue to enjoy watching him do his thing I just wish he hadn't cheated that's all same with Nelson oh. Cruz no one a lot of people forget about him oh yeah he's a Hall of Famer no. he, got, he, he failed a, he failed a test He's a great player. He's a good dude. I like him a lot. But he cheated.
1: My whole point is that what saved Tatis and his Hall of Fame candidacy is that he got popped when he was only 23. So he still has 15 years potentially to put that in the rearview mirror, essentially. I would
0: also say I would not be surprised if he ends up getting popped again in his career.
1: You can't say that, though. I can
0: say I I wouldn't be surprised. What do you mean? I didn't say he's going to. I said I wouldn't be surprised if he did. So I could, that's something I can definitely say. It's that wasn't me saying he's going to get popped again. I'm saying if it does happen again, I'm going to be like, hmm, kind of saw that coming.
1: Recent history. All right. We're closing up shop. You wanted to talk about the Baltimore Orioles bullpen though
0: before. You oh know? my God. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah. Uh Cano? What's his first name? let like Yenier. Yennier Kano? Yeah,
1: hasn't given up a base runner all nice. year. Yenier Cono.
0: See, I think he's pitched in seven games. Yeah. Um, he hasn't given up a hit. Yeah. I don't even know how and last year he hadn't given up a walk. Base runner, I know. Yeah. But um last year he had command issues. He was with Minnesota for a little bit. Had some had some couldn't throw strikes. Nasty stuff. Well, now he's throwing strikes. And when I tell you he is throwing 95, 96, 97 mile power sideways balls. He's throwing his shit down the middle and it's just like almost hitting guys. It's so nasty. You, some swings against him this past series were just ridiculous. His changeup's really good. Slider's pretty good. His changeup's is good secondary pitch. But then they have Felix Batista coming in throwing 101. They're legit. They have a, a lefty, uh, last name's Cologne. Cologne. Very good left. You have to look up his stuff, but his breaking ball is, like, nasty, nasty. He's, like, 65% slider, curveball. Danny Colom. Yeah. Yeah. He's, like, I want to say, like, 65% breaking ball, and you know it's coming, and it's still hard to hit it.
1: What do you think about Um, Tyler Wells?
0: uh, So, Tyler Wells, I think, is their best starting pitcher. I was – he threw yesterday, uh, the day game, on Wednesday – and, um, he's on his pitch at like 92 to 94, but his fastball plays like it's every bit of 97 because he spins it, stays at the top of the zone. Doesn't really come down. He miss he goes above a bunch of barrels. Um, secondary stuff was good, but I thought his fastball is his best pitch. And I mean, through this, I mean, through three or four starts this year, he's been, in my opinion, their best arm and, uh, Kyle Gibson's starting the ball well, but I think Tyler Wells is going to end up being their best pitcher this year. Yeah. They're, they're legit, man. They're good. They're young. But their lineup also they didn't strike out at all against Chris Sale yesterday against Tanner Houck, who has been one of the best pitchers for the Red Sox this year, who has really good swing and miss stuff. They only swung and missed twice. Impressive. Yeah. And through through six innings, they only swung and missed like once. Okay, so was, I won't
1: I won't ask you who's the best team in the league. I'll ask you who's the best team that you've seen this year.
0: Um, well, the best team I've seen was Baltimore.
1: Baltimore and you do you think they're the best team in the league
0: no no in the league you're trying to you're trying to get me man you're trying to get me to like you're the content king over there trying to get me to say something and put me on a poster I'm not doing anything yeah the best team in the league no. I'm the I'm your best PR guy the the Blue Jays the Blue Jays are really good Tampa Bay who I was man I missed bad on I said and I think a lot of people are on the same page with me when I said Tampa Bay is taking a step back this year. <sighs> Twenty and five, they finally lost a game at home. I think they lost their second game at home yesterday because uh, Houston took two games. They lost one nothing yesterday, and the day before, they lost like six nothing because I think Luis Garcia threw a gem. But um, I mean they're just relentless. That the, the runs they, they, obviously that's not sustainable what they what they were doing but they're still a 105 win team i think i think baltimore's a 95 win team so
1: all right you have 15 seconds tell me what you thought of the max scherzer situation sticky situation
0: um i just think it was handled wrong by mlb i think if there is a MLB official under there with him as he's washing his hands and tell him it's okay to wash your hands off and get it off with alcohol, which knowingly makes rosin stickier, yeah. that is on MLB. Don't tell him that's okay to do and then throw him out of the game for doing it. Um, You can make rosin so sticky if you're really sweaty. Like like literally the ball like stick to your hand, sticky, with just rosin and sweat. It builds up over time. That's why it was built up and they had him go wash it off. Shouldn't have told him to use alcohol because he's smart. He's not like, well, you told me to do it. Right. Do it. And then it's like, well, it was even stickier after that. Yeah. Your MLB official watched him do it. So, bad look. I think league also making a uh, example out of a elite pitcher. Future Hall of Famer. So, it's a bad look in my opinion. I thought it was stupid. It shouldn't have happened. It's gotta be handled different by the league. Uh, I don't think Scherzer I don't think Scherzer was like trying to cheat. I think this was he's a he's always super sweaty out there.
1: So that shouldn't affect Scherzer's Hall of Fame candidacy though.
0: Are you serious? No.
1: Ask the question.
0: That's a ridiculous question. Just a question. It, yeah that's you I should know, I, you should honestly you should honestly edit that question out of this who that's that bad <laughs> all right. fair enough it's they not can't. like he got caught with spider Tech in his back pocket like this he wasn't taking steroids all right you, you honestly think that no I don't I'm just asking the question I don't you think, think I would think that you why would you ask that
1: because why not
0: oh my God you get my blood boiling sometimes
1: what i'm here to do thank you guys for tuning into the wake and rake podcast (laughs) presented by bet online go enjoy some time with your girls you deserve it don't miss me too much in the meantime all right bud i will mount carlos